Get Out is a 2017 American horror film written and directed by Jordan Peele. It grossed over $255 million worldwide. And at the 90th Academy Awards, it was nominated for four awards, including Best Picture, and it won Best Original Screenplay. Come with us with our fun cast as we discuss this lovely film. Welcome to Adult Beverage Podcast, where we will be talking films, new and old. He's looking at you, kid. Think the fly thing. Did we just become best friends? Yep. As well as anything else in the entertainment world, while enjoying an adult beverage in hand. Get Out is something spectacular. What do y'all think? Get out. Get out. Get out. I love this movie. Yeah, really good. It made me afraid to be a black man. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I'm not, so that's a really good job, Jordan. There you go. Well, let's get into it. We've got a a special guest here today, and we have Opie uh, here. So uh, everybody (laughs) give us a big applause for Opie. and. Hey guys, hey, you gonna introduce everyone and, else, and or are you gonna wait nah. till later? Well, not if you don't give me a chance. But uh... <laughs> well, why don't you do it now? Do it now. I'm gonna keep interrupting you now. Well, first of all, my name is Kent Smith, and <laughs> we we've got uh, Laura Truman here. Hello. And we've got Patrick Keenan. Hello. Uh, yeah. And we've got Carlisle. <laughs> uh, Squeaker, alias uh, Squeaker, over here on the uh, on the. Uh, Lovely uh, audio alert. What mix if they go there. back and watch our Whiplash yeah. podcast? They're going to yeah. know who the special guest is. Mm. Now. Mm. Oh, well, <laughs> not until you just told him because uh, that wasn't his name. Oh, now you're going to have to go back and listen. So what? What? Yeah, <laughs> our true fanboys know Boy. what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> okay. And, and I love what about you the too. Fangirls? I love both of you. Well, all two of you. It's a generic term. Well, get out. <laughs> let's get out. Get out. <laughs> let's get in and get into this right now. So, how many of you were hit by surprise by this movie being as good as it was? Because I had seen a lot of shit horror movies, <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like, "Get out!" Oh, let's see what you've got. I was mesmerized. Yeah, I was too. I think this it kind of ties into like the Rosemary's Baby kind of situation and The Shining. Those kind of stories of telling little Stepford Step- lives was, thrown. Little, little, little eyes wide Definitely. shut. Little, yeah. little chud. Little eyes wide shut. Oh, I heard yeah. chud. Definitely little not cannibalistic chud. humanoid underground dwellers. Well, that's right. Yeah, it was definitely uh, Stepford Wives and the and the Help kind of mixed together there. Yeah, that that's. <laughs> Where it went. That explains actually, the doo-doo pie. That is actually what <laughs> Jordan Peele said. So, uh, is it really? It really is. But if you watch the movie, it, it opens on a, a, a frightening suburbia. Mm-hmm. Suburbia is a little frightening. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Kind of like a Halloween movie where mm-hmm. it makes you go, ooh, suburbia is scary. But then that song they go into... Run, uh, run Rabbit. Run Rabbit. Uh, yeah. No, not even... Well, they do go yeah. into that, but then when they go into the theme, oh, which yeah. is Kwa Kwawahinga... Yeah. And it sounds almost like banjo-y yeah. type of weird voodoo-ish thing. And you see this panorama. Is that the word? Yeah. Panorama. Panoramic. Of like these trees <laughs> as they're driving. And it's just very, you start going like, I don't, what the fuck am I watching? Is this going to be a, a voodoo movie? A mystical movie? Or what? Yeah, well, what he, the, one of the things he talks about, uh, I think or maybe one of the DVDs behind it was, was that that was part of like The Shining, that whole feel and like, even the credits of coming up, he even copied the credits kind of from The Shining. Oh, same color aspect. font. Yeah, yeah. Color, that was pretty yep. interesting. That was something uh, um, that I was kind of surprised at. But I, I think this film has something different. It, t- it touches on a lot of, it, it touched on a, a really hot subject at, when it came out, you know, and that was 
you know, race. And, you know, this really does a great job of, of showing the, the problems that are out there as well as, you know, making you still aware of it, but, but Wait, not you offending you. Swapping bodies out like this? Yeah, man. Like that happens every day. That's you know, I know. Yeah. yeah. Ever since the vice versa. Yeah. Opie. Yeah. <laughs> metaphors, man. Yeah, yeah. metaphors. Uh, but that, that was an interesting but thing. But it wasn't billed as a race, racial movie, a ridge. I think, it, I think it was. I think it was. He kind of, Jordan, yeah. Jordan Peele kind of made it, he downplayed it at first, and he's like, you know. Yeah, but then after the success, it sort of oh, came exactly. out. Oh, exactly. Right, yeah. yeah, this then, is a then, movie about race. You know. Once it became obvious. Once it yeah. made, <laughs> right. Uh, once but, people have seen it. A buttload it. of money. <laughs> Yeah, once <laughs> once you see the opening scene in which a white car stalks a black man and right, the, do we know who suburbs. was in that car? He was yes. obviously oh, talking. It was to Jeremy. Uh, it was Jeremy, the, the brother. brother. Which yeah. I always thought it was the dad. Right. And it wasn't until rewatching it that I realized. Yeah, it was the, and and he's, and like, he's talking son. to the girl on yeah. his phone, doing the texting. Yeah, I don't know who he was talking to. And he wears the, the, the helmet too. He's uh, got the Knights Templar. The Knights Templar helmet. Yeah. Well, and when he's talking to Stephen Root, when Chris goes. You know, they're at the party, and he finds the photographer that's gone blind. Right. And he's saying... Art director. Or yeah. art... art uh, Gallery. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's saying, well, Jeremy's methods were... Right. Not as, right. Not as good. You were a lucky one. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, scary. Yeah. yeah. This movie's scary. I fucking love this movie. I, I really do. I, I've I, seen it so many times. I I'm not going to say 30 times like I do with every other movie because <laughs> it hasn't been 30 times. Right. It's not been yet. 18. <laughs> well, the thing about this. Yeah, it, I, it, I watch it every couple weeks. Uh, do you really? I do. And it's it's sometimes my sleepy nap time movie because I know it so well. But mm-hmm. uh, And I wake up for the end because I love the end. Yeah. It's very tense. Very much so. To say. But, uh, well, uh, it, has a lot of, it has a lot of things in this. It has comedy. You know the 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 best friend. You know is uh, amazing He's great. in this. He's so uh, great. And most of him I'm, is I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, Rob in the movie. Yeah, name. Rob yeah. is name in, uh, in the movie. But uh, you know Rod. he Rod. Yeah, Rod. 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 Yeah, Lil Lil Ray Howery. Wow, fuck there that up. So <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Big yeah, ups I am to you, Lil Ray. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what happens when you get a bunch of white people together. Right? Out. <laughs> Discussing <laughs> a movie that's primarily black issues. Yes. <laughs> I could say Caleb Landry. Oh, he's white. He's, yeah. really, he's beyond white. He's you ginger white. Super yeah. white, yeah. Uh, and this was a really interesting role. This is the creepiest thing I've seen him in. He usually plays the awkward characters like three billboards he's kind of awkward mm-hmm. and uh you haven't seen three billboards have you no laura's giving me you the blankest look in the you universe can see it in my it's eyes. a north carolina <laughs> film it is a north carolina <laughs> film uh and a couple of other movies i've seen him and the first uh, time i saw him was breaking bad as the son's friend he maybe had a scene or two and uh he seemed so young then and now he's like he was in cronenberg jr's movie remember did you ever see that the uh uh future where like people genetically engineer meats based on their favorite celebrities and like he gets paid to <laughs> no. like if Angelina Jolie got a cold he will try and get that cold and like people are so obsessed with the celebrity they want to get that same strain of virus that she had and he plays a guy who like goes and collects that stuff it's by Cronenberg's son sounds like Cronenberg called. himself did that but he played a pretty you know just kind of weird dude in that too. that's crazy yeah look that one up yeah that's a good I don't one. think I, like I want I don't know that name. I want to I, I don't think I've seen that one <laughs> Cronenberg Jr. um all right. How about the casting? What do you guys think about the casting on this thing? Uh, do you think every character was a, a perfect fit, or is there anything that bothered you about it? 
I think it was good. I think it was really. I've been good. a fan of. Yeah. I bored his name all the time. Daniel Kalawea. Yeah. He. Uh, I used to watch a lot of BBC stuff, and he was on Skins. Oh, it's uh, a great show. Yeah, the first two seasons are brilliant, mm-hmm. and he was on a couple of them. I think he started writing on there, and he was a chunky little. British black dude on it. And then he was on a, a BBC show called The Fades. And he was the nerd, once again, young, chunky dude. Huh. And he was, uh, The Fades is amazing. If you ever have the chance, it's only one one uh, series. And uh, so seeing him now, and he's kind of, and he was also on, what's that pig fucking show? Black Dark Mirror. Mirror. Black Mirror. <laughs> he was on an episode of Black Mirror. God, I love it. He was now like an adult. And I went, what? The fuck? Oh, that's one of the one episodes I've seen where he's mm-hmm. on the uh, bicycle, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And yeah, he's, so, a, he's uh, a talented actor. I think I had read that he got it pretty much like that. He he had done like five readings in the room with uh with Jordan or whatever, and and he would get one single tear come down. It was one of the probably the, uh, the clinking, hypnotizing, you know, scene. going into the what's the. The, under, the sunken place. The sunken the place. place. It's yeah. probably one of those, and he had like, and he would always have one tear in each take. That's amazing. The single tear. Oh, it really yeah. is. That's, so that's good. Unbelievable. Him, him, and the grandmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a single tear. That's all you need. Single is tear. One. I know. And the grandmother, she's and she just she changes her face. Like in this. there are tears, but then her face is just plain. It's just right. there's nothing like spectacular. And you watch her in uh, in that movie Upgrade and. She just plays like a detective, and I'm like, no, <laughs> do something you, weird. You can do so much more. I've seen you do more. Do stuff. So she was great. The the grandfather, the other help person, the mm-hmm. one who runs, the, the one who does the running yeah. scene. Yeah, Jesse Walter? Owens' uh, counterpart. Uh, yeah, they got beat out by Jesse Owens. The right. grandfather. Yes. Yeah. Um, Walter. He yeah. When he did that running scene, I mean, it was in the trailers, and still, when the movie happened, I was like, "That's fucked up." Yeah, yes. that's really yes. fucked up. Yeah. Well, because it gives you like a. It sets a little like tone that this is at that point. It sort of was the, the the moment when you went, "Let's step this movie up a little bit," and that was kind of like a and, and the something's script really not aspect. That was yeah. a step up. Something's uh, really not right at yeah. that point and, when and that the, happens. The best part is. When you're watching it, that's the first impression you get. And then later you realize that wasn't weird for the sake of weird. That all ties in. Oh, yeah. There's a specific yeah. reason why he's running at night and practicing. Right. And it's yeah. not just the weird thing you throw in at a horror movie, like a cat jumping around the corner. I think that's the thing about this film is that every one of the pieces were connected so well. Like, as you're saying, you know, the, the characters underneath the character was, like, really shown. And yet you didn't know it until later that you start going back. I didn't catch some of this stuff in the first time I watched the film. Mm-hmm. The second time I watched it, I was like, okay, now I'm starting to see these little layers that are tied back and oh, this character is this character and that character is this, you know, like that's more than just, you know, the the on the surface, you know, who they are. Um, I think that's really neat, uh, a layering of a, effect that, you know, that you don't catch the first time. You know, the second time you grab it, and now you're like, wow, like this is really a well, th- that's why this one screenplay of the year, you know, won an Oscar. So glad for it. it did. Yeah. But, yeah. And I think they felt that they, this should have been considered for the, you know, best film. And I think when mm-hmm. it, you had to give it either or, uh, there was no way you couldn't, you know, this, this film was too good not to be. The only thing about the casting that I didn't like was I didn't like uh, the, the brother. Uh, I didn't like his, I didn't think he sounded like Landry? any of the, I didn't think he sounded like any of the other family he members. He didn't. He sounded. He sounded like he came from Way a more New York. I thought. Very much yeah. so. Very yeah. much. Really? Uh, and and lower was, class. I thought he was yes. very yeah. effective. 
I mean, he's effective for sure, but he yeah. doesn't seem like he's one of them. Not yeah. rich. To, where Where does it? I know it was shot in uh, Alabama. Uh, yeah, it was shot it, in like it, Mobile. And, doesn't it take? Um, it feels it's, very it feels supposed like to be like up Connecticut. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Connecticut, if you've but it but not all the other actors. <laughs> so you know, You're creepy. It's one of the the <laughs> only thing in that that bothered me a little bit was that he was not. I didn't care for his character one, uh, but number two, I think partly because I got taken out by his, you know, dialect, um, that he wasn't part of the family. It was like it was. I, I don't know. I know that he was gone off to school, and maybe he picked up some of that while he was there, but it wasn't enough to say that he's like the brother and matching up, you know. And that that's maybe even just cross me. my mind. That's yeah. so bizarre. I just accepted him. I went, "Wow, their son's a douche." Yeah. And, uh, I, the, yeah, I thought that the first time I watched I was like, it. Yeah, I felt like, you know, he, oh, he's just he's just a little bit different. But then the second time I watched it, I thought, he doesn't belong. He's not one of them. He's too, he's too excited by violence. He's too... It does feel uh, weird when he's preparing yeah. uh, Chris for, mm-hmm. like... He, he doesn't really get to do it, but he's about to like mm-hmm. stick, inject like, him. And yeah, yeah, he's about yeah. to inject him and stuff. And I went, "You don't feel right in medical no. garb." Yeah, no, like he of, wouldn't know how to do that. Yeah, which I think ties into the way Peel again. I didn't pick up on this until way much later, like today. That he's the violent, uh, the violent one. That's why he's talking about MMA. That's why he right. goes and gets people by kidnapping them and mm-hmm. you know beating them up. Whereas she uses her sex and seduces them so they have their two different methods so that sort of works that he's the character that feels more he's the aggressive muscle. in that mm-hmm. sense he's the muscle yeah. in the family and and peel said something good in his uh commentary where everyone has like the part they play and then once the facade drops they're totally different characters uh the sister is a totally different person which that makes dad, sense mm-hmm. but he he is him. not he is the same character he is not pretending to be someone different when he's at the dinner table that's just who he is right he's not going to conceal it and that's why mom and dad are always like all right let's stop talking and let's yield the conversation to something else and right. he's fairly openly yeah. racist isn't he when he's talking about your genetic oh, yeah. and stuff it just get it got the he really creepy yeah. that creepy racist Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's the, the whole the whole story is built around that. You know, it's how to make you feel uncomfortable in those situations, and I and I've been in those situations where you're the opposite. Okay, and you know, it's interesting to see how he played this. And I thought, wow, and I played you know playing college basketball. I was out with all you know all my brothers. You know, I play and we we go out and we're all together. And and I've been in that situation and know the fact how people look at different you know perspectives. And we're all guilty, uh, you know, of some sort of, you know, whatever, looking at and typecasting people. Uh, I think he did a great job in showing that in this film and showing how, you know, when you're that one, whatever it might be, you're you're out away from everybody else and you're the, the, the minority. It is a very difficult situation and everybody has to deal with it. And I think he did a great job touching the bases of that, but but also using that to go through the story and make it more exciting. And, you know, so there is those tension and he builds tension with those moments, which is unbelievable. Uh, and, and for a first time director, I think that's impressive that he stepped up on that level and made that happen because that's, that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good point. This is a first time director and it's extremely impressive 
for a first-time filmmaker, even though he's been in the you know business. Mm-hmm. Did he not direct any? I, I didn't watch a lot of Key and Peele. Did he direct? Oh, it's so funny. From what I understand, it's the same director who directs everything in Key and Peele, pretty much. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but okay. I feel like I read. I that mean, I've seen some skits while individually. They're here, so they're, funny. they're hysterical. They're <laughs> yeah. I love the Obama ones, <laughs> well, uh, which makes it even more impressive to go from comedy like that to having a great understanding of horror. And then you hear him talk and read his interviews, and he's such a huge fan of horror, like The Shining, right. mm-hmm. uh, George Romero. He's got huge respect for Night of the Living Dead, Halloween. He's mentioned all those as references um, mm-hmm. in this movie, and so many even details, Wise, art direction, directed yeah. by uh, a person, somebody, someone. Who is not as famous as the other people? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe Squeaker can get on that. So uh, uh, I don't know that's that, that, that important that to one. find out who directed the Stepford Wives. And we are talking about the original. Yeah, Wait, not the, yeah. not the. Yeah, I'm, no one, I'm trying to tell no him, and he's he's like all clicking on the 2004 one. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, Squeaker! <laughs> you know what was messed up? Uh, also talking about the the types and stuff that you have. So you have uh, Bradley Whitford is the liberal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad, there with you know, I would have voted for Obama for a third My best turn. Friend is a black person. And then yeah. when he turns out to be the ringleader, oh my god, that bingo scene! Fuck oh, me. Oh Jesus uh, Christ, the bingo scene! I, it just and it's so auction. quiet. Yeah. yeah, it was so quiet with his hand motions, and I was just like, that is one of the creepy. Like that was creepier to me than the sunken place because. It's this dude conducting some horrible, horrible thing right out in the open mm-hmm. with a bunch of his Sunlight. white friends and uh, making a little party out of it. It was one Asian so guy. creepy to and me. And one Asian guy. He, he was lost. No, he wanted to know if the black experience was better. True. <laughs> That's, that is true, actually. Boy, better get used to saying that. <laughs> I, please, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. She's right. I'm wrong. <laughs> See? Does he have an off button? This is exhausting. <laughs> I know, and I want to give you a tour. They Can you, like, go. unpack first? You want to unpack? Before the tour? This is Missy's office. She takes appointments in there. She's a therapist, right? A uh, psychiatrist, yeah. Yeah, it turns out people up here are just as messed up in the head as they are in the city. This is Jeremy. This Rose's little brother. There he is. I've heard stories. Yeah, I bet you have. He's studying medicine now. He wants to be just like his old man. You'll need them. All right, cool. Pick these up in Bali. That's uh, pretty eclectic. I'm a, I'm a traveler, and I can't help it. I, I keep bringing souvenirs back. It's such a privilege to be able to experience another person's culture. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, here you're gonna love this. My my dad's claim to fame was beat by Jesse Owens in the qualifying round for the Berlin Olympics in 1936. Those are the ones where... Owens won in front of Hitler. Yeah, what a moment. What a moment. I mean, Hitler's up there with all his perfect Aryan race bullshit. This black dude comes along, proves him wrong in front of the entire world. Amazing. Tough break for your dad, though. When did you suspect that Rose was involved? The final credits. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really good at following what's going on in a movie. You thought she was brainwashed the whole time, didn't you? No, well, she made such a... It, it's, it could go either way, because she made such a point with the cop scene earlier. Oh, yeah. She was making good. A, she was good in that. Where, but almost, when you're watching a horror movie, you almost go... 
I know things are not what they appear to be. So you might there might be people who got it that early, but it wasn't really until close to the reveal that I went, "Oh, she yeah. bad. She's yeah. very bad." Well, she you know uh, she didn't want a record of uh, you know, yeah. She that was the that whole reason checking things out. That's right, and going mm-hmm. deep into the story on it because right. you know if if that was the case, then. You know, then there's a record that he was there. So but initially, you're like, "Oh, she's really woke." Okay, cool. I know, yeah, but that's not yeah, what totally. we're meant to think as an audience member. Yeah. We're meant to go like, "Oh, she's so um, for she's so woke." Yeah, but, but I didn't catch I that the that first term. time Stay either. Woke. So I hate that term. I caught that the second time I watched it. You know, when you catch that, you're oh, there's the clue that she was giving that. You know, so yeah. Um, I started feeling like you know, first of all, you're always in a horror film. You're always like questioning everyone. You know, exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. you're, exactly. You're, you're on trial. I felt like, you know, there was parts where you started seeing like little things that she was doing that were given little indication that maybe she knew a little more. First of all, she would have if her family was involved in this in this diabolical, you know, situation, uh, then she would have some knowing of what's going on. Oh yeah. And so that part kind of gave me this little like, oh unless maybe. when do we first know unless it's a diabolical situation? Mm-hmm. You know? She could have well, brainwashed like, hypnotized. Is it from her is it from the mother's first uh uh, sunken place, uh, sunken place thing that where we think, go, things are wrong, or I, was it the flash going off with the dude? I think it's the dude. The kiddo. Yeah. Actually, I think it's more whenever he goes and talks to the the, so the white the maid. No, no, no. The, oh. Before they even show up, when he's talking to the groundskeeper mm-hmm. and and he's speaking like an old white man, like. Oh yeah! Oh, she's one of a kind, top of the line. I just yeah. thought that's how like, people like, talk in she's Connecticut. She's really doggone you great. You know that's yeah. You <laughs> know something is everyone way talks off. that way in Connecticut, don't yeah. they? <laughs> no matter yeah, what race. Even the black know. people. Every yeah. party Even Patrick's the, been to. <laughs> <laughs> so Last know, time yeah. I went to a body swapping party. <laughs> Not that kind of body swap. <laughs> that was uh, a <laughs> swingers party. Oh, you uh, put your keys key in a... Wait a minute, right. is this not one where you put yeah. your keys aside? Like the oh, ice storm. Yeah. Take your keys out of the fishbowl. Jeez. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very pure person. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what everybody says about Patrick. It's so pure. <laughs> Did, uh, let's talk about Rod. I love Rod. And we'll talk about the character. I love... <laughs> <laughs> You're still in a key party, man. Uh, Oh, is that we're done with that? Oh, oh, sorry. Um, So Rod, you think? So he's obviously the comic relief in it, and improvised most of it. Actually, I read that most of the dialogue in the movie—I don't know if it's true or not—was improvised. So it was kind of bizarre that it won best screenplay. Because so much of it was improvised, isn't that weird? (laughs) But uh, we wrote it down after. I've heard he let the actors sort of make you know make it their own, make it your own. But with him. I don't he know would have he Rod from. read the lines, and Rod then Reed. he said, "Yeah, Rod Reed." Uh, <laughs> he said that he got he gets better the more takes you give him. Uh-huh. So it's like, well, just keep doing it. Like if if you don't feel like you got it, then like just do it again one more time, however you want. And he like throws in the crazy lines about like the sex slave. talking about the sex slave stuff. Like, oh, this is some Jeffrey Dahmer shit, you know? Like, oh, you're still sucking dick, but your head's not attached. It's just a head sucking <laughs> dick, you know? Like he threw it, he made up all that sort of like crazy shit. You and know? that's a thing. It is a thing. It is. Uh, um, if you follow serial yeah. killers, that's a very popular. But he's the comic yeah. relief, so you just kind of like. But then it's he's such a good friend, though. Uh, yeah, I really I dig that he keeps going. Like he's got to find Chris, and he goes to those detectives. Now that was a funny scene. That was really funny because, yeah. you know. I did not expect her to call in other guys when she yeah, goes, that was, hold on. Oh. Yeah. And then she goes, don't say I didn't ever do anything for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> That was a funny scene. He's kind of his sounding board. So, you know, it's a way for uh, a writer to be able to, to write back and Jordan's, forth. Jordan's sounding board. 
well, that's right. It's his, his sounding board back to Chris, you know, of like what's going on and being able to tell it, you know, kind he's of, the audience. He is the audience in itself. And he's also like his, uh, um, he's not his nemesis, but he's, um, uh, I'm, I'm losing the word Foil, for it. Uh, uh, his, his character that he's related to and, and sort of like, you know, his camaraderie, his friend in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that becomes this sort of telling of the story. And yet, you know, he, he gets involved. And then, of course, you know, as he comes at the end, and he's the, the, hero. the hero, you know, aspect. There, there's some fan theories that uh, this whole movie is all fantasy in Rod's head. Because he is the hero in the end, he's he figured it. He's the detective, uh, and he saves his friend, <laughs> saves him from the evil white people. Boom! And, and you know it's weird but I'm going to call bullshit. Tone, I'm going to call bullshit on well, that because is, that's well, not the original ending. But he Jordan is Field T- does call bullshit. He's like, that's not true. Yeah, yeah. But he is TW fucking A. You know, <laughs> you so, yeah. yeah. And no, that's that, actually an airline. Yeah, uh, TSA. He's TWA, an airline that doesn't exist. For at least three to four decades. In today's <laughs> podcast, we're drinking Francis Coppola's Sauvignon Blanc. Highly recommend this item. Uh, it makes you forget your mind and what you were going to say. And Actually, I don't see you drinking that. What uh, are you drinking? Yeah. Well, I'm over here drinking a little different, but... Uh, <laughs> Come on, let's get let's I'm get making a little New Belgian uh, 1954. So right now, New Belgian 1954, also yeah. not a sponsor. Actually, of the show. <laughs> <laughs> see how see how much it's really working. It's actually 1554. So, right. uh, I'm yeah. drinking a dead guy ale by Rhodes. Rhodes. And then all, I wish you'd really just stopped with I'm drinking a dead guy. I'm yeah. drinking a dead guy. Yeah, in an it's all it. black can. Yes. Surprise. It's a white. Oh, why you got to be that way? Well, it's why you got to be racist like that? It's a white skull. Mo- Opie. Uh, a white skull on the front of that too. Right. So. Well, you know, this movie is all about using a black vessel mm. uh, and and putting what they consider to be, you know, a. Uh, well, it's not that they the white people think they're superior. They actually think that the black race is superior genetically. They do. But what, they think what's that his name says it? if they can put their minds into it, it's like the combination, the best of both worlds, to achieve the best possible body, which is the white man's drive and determination and the black man's body. But that mm-hmm. not at all creepy. is what? there. <laughs> um, even when they're arriving at the party, all the old white people are white people coming in. They're all black cars, so it's white yeah. bodies and black vessels. You know, But isn't it weird when we're at the party and it feels like these white people have never met a black person before? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, which is point. why I think it's Connecticut. Well, that's the point. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Connecticut, once again. <laughs> yeah. But but it does. It has this weird, like, you know, like, yeah. so yeah. do you golf? <laughs> yeah. Which we realize later is they're asking, they're looking for uh, a black body for very specific reasons. Right. Yeah. Every, right. every, every well, person asks Stephen Root yeah. is looking right. for uh, he doesn't care. eyes. Yeah, he doesn't care if yeah. it's black or white, but. Yeah. He just needs a body. Right. That's weird. I wonder if they had, in their process of doing this body swap thing, ever tried some white folks. I don't know. You know, just crazy. Yeah. Arnold's well, it white. says Arnold been... Schwarzenegger's white. I would swap with him for, not now. Not now. Yeah. No, no. Not now. I, I saw that new Terminator movie. He's saggy. Um, <laughs> he's like 78 years old, isn't he, at yeah. this point? Excuses. <laughs> well, that would be an upgrade Excuses. for Patrick. <laughs> Excuses. <laughs> Arnold does not age. Um, um, oh, oh, you um, owe me a black beer. <laughs> <laughs> black beer with a white head. Yeah. Whoa. Hey. No hey, one's going to hey. listen to this podcast. Because it's jizz free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then, really, no one's going to listen. Um, Stephen Root creeped me out. 
Well, look at him. When he's they got introduce no him, well, and that's weird. As soon yeah. as they introduce him as a gallery owner and he's blind, I'm like, like oh, what? fuck you. That's so yeah. weird. That's what do you? My assistant describes it to me. Suck my bullshit. <laughs> Call bullshit on you. <laughs> Stephen Root rarely plays like fully creepy guys. He right. always plays he's, like yes. really funny side yes. character. Jimmy James. Tons of like. Uh, uh, I've lost roles to him. You know, he's super funny you characteristics. Have. Fuck Stephen Root. I'm just he's here to Milton tell you. Stephen Root's listening. Fuck Office you, Stephen Root. He's the, he's the uh, <laughs> high school principal, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, he is. He, yeah. he believes you have his stapler. <laughs> hey, Patrick, and I do. If he was available, you wouldn't have been in Mike. I know, I wouldn't have even been in Mike. <laughs> Stephen Root is Mike. <laughs> uh, Patrick Keenan's an extra. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Y'all going to the sunken place. <laughs> you could be a stunt double. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> did, did anybody notice like foreshadowing through the movie? Because there's lots of little pieces where, you know, even in the very beginning. It's hard to you... remember back to the first time I saw it because I did see it in the theater. Yeah. And I was just in totally invested in the movie. So I think when you get, when you're on an emotional level, you don't pick up. A lot of stuff yeah, until I, same not. thing. If we ever do Hereditary, yeah. um, first time I saw yeah. that, yeah, mm-hmm. Hereditary. No, I think we all went get out. Get out we might have seen yeah. that all together. But Hereditary is the same thing. There were some some things in Hereditary that are so um, emotionally you attach to yeah. or get freaked out by that your logical mind shuts off. And it was the same thing with this. Like I said, I I was afraid to be a black man. Like not even realizing I'm not a black man while I'm watching this movie. <laughs> I was afraid to be a black man because yeah. you get it's so well done. That you relate to it all, and you relate to Chris's story, right? And you're not really looking for the stuff, so it's like these rewatches where you go like, oh, they're essential. Wow. The rewatch oh, is essential. Definitely. I'm yeah. a big, I'm a big fan of rewatching uh, movies I don't like to see if I was just in a bad mood. Movies I, like Cloverfield. Yeah. I bought The Apostle the other day <laughs> just because I hate it. I fucking love that movie. It's a different movie. Oh. You talk about the old one with yes, uh, yes, bald, with Robert uh, Duvall. Yeah. Yeah. This is Robert Duvall. I'm sorry, Robert Duvall. I'm mimicking bald. I'm, I'm head trying to right learn now. to like it. It's all right. No, watch the new one <laughs> with Michael Sheen on. Uh, oh, Michael Sheen. I, yeah. Holy up, shit! Sheen. I love. I've seen it like four times. Yeah. I love. It. Not a remake, by the way. When he says the new one, no. not a remake. No. No. <laughs> well, right. The good one. No. I'm sorry. The old one was uh, acclaimed. Yeah. It, it, but hard to watch. You know. We'll talk about that movie though. We'll talk. One day we'll just trash. We'll have a. Can we have a? We'll do one of our 15-minute side ones where we just mm-hmm. trash, trash some of Criterion's some choices. Oh, my God, please. Like, uh, the what, what was that one that we hated? Uh, I'll remember well, later. Yeah. So, so, going back to the anyway, question, yeah. talking yeah. about foreshadowing. <laughs> That's where I was going to go. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. It's, what are we talking yeah, about, anyway? Yeah. <laughs> like, Patrick's right. Like, Get the out. first time watching it, it's there's so much going on you're just trying to figure out like right. what is happening and so you like Patrick says you don't really pick up on what was a clue beforehand no. like even this movie at the end they uh, when Stephen Root's telling him why they're doing this they recycle and go back like let me show you that moment of the guy asking about golfing right. or uh, right. the woman right. asking about sex it's like okay like that's right. the foreshadowing but you don't realize that's what it is and that's why it's so good it's like yeah. every element is there and it's layered and, and, there was and, even, and you have to see it a second time and be rewarded and understand, like, wow, he really set that up. And if, but it takes and a few to, times, I think, to really, really... Yeah, because well, you that, think, yeah. this is just weird. You but, don't feel like this is a setup for something, especially the first time you watch it. You think, this no, is just, you're just so weird. I mean, the first time you're along for the ride, right. yeah. and you're not going to... Uh, We'll do that one thing we do in horror movies where, like, oh, I bet nothing's as it's seen. I'm sure there's people out there who thought Rod was, like... 
part of the. He was going to yeah. be the zombie. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, he's right. coming out. Rod the is sending yeah. these guys to the this <laughs> evil white harpy. No, because he was taking care of the dog. You can trust him because he was taking care of the dog. Because he's TSA. But he's TSA. I don't know that I trust TSA. He's TS motherfucking A. Or if you can't, he's T-W-A. Fly the friendly fucking skies. Sponsored by... T-W-A. This episode, not sponsored by T-W-A. I thought it was even interesting in the very beginning where he's shaving, you know, and he's putting on the white shaving Yep. And, he cut, and he cuts well yeah that too <laughs> but he cuts himself yes you know and it sort of gives you this little pre of what's coming up you and know. he bleeds red right amazing I didn't see any blood yeah I don't I made that up I did you I did because I didn't you see totally it. did I, I didn't see, see any blood mm. but he is I looked for it but it is white face in yeah a way, and then you know, and you've got the to, car that's the you know the white car it. and uh, you know and the 30s music I had the subtitles on oh, and the so in good. the first scene it's like 30s music plays they don't even tell you like the song or whatever it's just 30s music and I didn't know that Which, the first time I saw it and that song is so it's like music for like a hunting uh, scene in a cartoon the or run, rabbit, run, run rabbit run yeah. and right. well and when He's anytime I, stalked, when you know? I hear yeah. the run rabbit run song from this I go back to uh, House of a Thousand Corpses Rob Zombie's mm-hmm. movie where his wife Sherry Moon is singing it run rabbit run like she's really annoying doing it it doesn't sound anything like oh. the song so I wonder how many times we're going to be subjected to run rabbit run in a horror movie <laughs> Make it stop. Do you realize how dangerous smoking is? Yeah. Come in and sit with me, please. Just for a little while. Please. Thank you. So you're comfortable enough, right? It's perfect. Thanks. Sure. You want to know how it works? (laughs) You just dangle a pocket watch in front of people's faces, is that it? (laughs) You watch a lot of TV. (laughs) When I was a kid. Ah. Now you're feeling very sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) We do use focal points sometimes to guide someone into a state of heightened suggestibility. Heightened suggestibility. That's right. That's right. Do you smoke in front of my daughter? I'm going to quit, I promise. That's my kid. That is my kid. You understand? So do I get to gush over Betty Gabriel's performance in this? Well, let's do it. Um, Betty Gabriel. It's Georgina. Hmm. This is one of those, we were just talking about how she was an upgrade and she plays a detective. She's really good, but you see her in Get Out and uh, you're watching one actress portray two people at the same time, literally at the same time. And it's 
fucking amazing. She's yeah. so, so good. She needs to show up on like Westworld or something. Oh, uh, she'd be so great. Or yes. she could show up on Watchmen, but we wouldn't care. No, um, nobody no, we wouldn't care. That, we no. wouldn't care. So she needs to go to Westworld. <laughs> She's Please. so her performance is so amazing in this. Now the the dude, the the father, he's good. The grandfather, Walter. The grandfather, yeah, Walter. yeah, Walter's good. He's I like Walter. I liked his like. He was so metaphorically uh, correct that I liked him. Well, he yeah. was so you know? he was so white Very in his so conversation white. Yeah. with Chris. But Georgina just has. Well, he's not given the chance to have that exactly. same moment. Yeah. Exactly, you know? he's yeah. not given the chance to have that scene that Georgina has with the. Uh, was the it with tears. the ta- uh, unconnecting the, the, the phone? phone. Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, and she, oh my and, God. And, and she doesn't the line have to in the say car anything. The line the he car says car. is, uh, he's like, I don't know, whenever I'm around too many white people, I get nervous. And then mm-hmm. that's yeah. what triggers yes. like, the conflict yes. in her head where yeah. the real one is like probably screaming out. Is that where she goes? And she no. breaks, like, no, and she breaks no, the tear. No, no, no. She's like, no, no, no. But she's crying the whole time. Right. It's like that double, like, you know, back and forth inside of her trying to flip and back and forth. For my money, she gives the best. Performance for in real, the movie. Uh, yep. and and I do. I, I've already said I love Daniel Calloway. I love uh, Bradley Whitford. Mm-hmm. Have you said he's got the most white name on the planet? Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, that's very close uh, to Whitford. Yeah. And he's always yeah, a he's, bad guy. Not always. Uh, well, watch West Wing before it leaves Netflix and goes to HBO. Okay. Got that Weasley okay. laugh. Um, but I'm thinking of Billy Madison from Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't actually yes. acknowledge Adam Sandler or Adam Sandler Sam- movies. Oh, Sandler. we're gonna fight. I'm gonna put a whole bunch on my list. Well. Yeah. We saw veto power, right? We have veto okay. power. Veto Thank God power. the burbs is gone. <laughs> anyway, no, 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 it's coming back. It's oh. coming back for, with a vengeance. Literally, I think she really dominates it. The uh, Allison Williams, she's good, mm-hmm. but I think she has one of the easiest jobs mm-hmm. in the movie, without a doubt. She's fucking psychotic yeah. in this movie. Yeah, like fucking psychotic. That scene of her when she's on the phone of Rod, and Rod's like, Rod calls Chris's <laughs> yeah. phone. Yes. She's like, Chris, and. He's like, yeah, where's Chris? And she's like, oh, I don't know. She left. I'm really scared. And they cut Two to days her. Two ago. And her yeah. face is blank. blank. Expressionless. Yes. But yeah. the voice coming out is oh, like, oh, oh so and that scene is so creepy. Like, what the fuck? Because then you see Bradley Whitford come around the corner. They're all then listening Then you see uh, yeah. Catherine Keener. Then you see uh, Ginger Boy. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Landry and come she's around. she's all like, I know you like, want to have sex with me. Oh, my God. And I love and the scene. He, he puts down the phone and is like, oh, this motherfucking bitch is nice. He's he the knows. audience. He's the audience. <laughs> yeah. He knows what's going on. Yeah. 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 That's a great friggin' scene. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And the way she eats her little dry fruit loops with a sip of skim milk. Oh, right. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. How more, much more psychotic can you she be? She doesn't want to mix the way? colors what? with the white. Right. Don't eat them that way. <laughs> don't mix them together. I That's do right. kind of eat them, them that oh, way. What'd you say, Opie? <laughs> what are you talking about? She keeps the colors. She keeps them separated. And the white separate. She yeah. doesn't mix them together. She oh eats the colors God. separate. Opie and makes she everything bites racist. her little Fruit Loops in half, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. She that, bites each one in half. In half. It's very, weird. it's very weird. It's bad for your teeth. It almost, uh, mm-hmm. it's funny, it was my sleepy nap Hurts time, my sleepy time nap time movie today, and I woke up at that part, and I went, what is it, was she eating Oreos? Because I've seen people eat Oreos <laughs> with that intricacy that, you know... Oh, well, that's a process. You don't want a psychopath, apparently. But no, eat Oreos but that way, mother. Yeah, mother. Oreos <laughs> are okay. Yeah. Way, you but take, not Fruit Loops. You, take, you, you separate the cookies. <laughs> the white you, and the black? You get the white out. Yeah. <laughs> you get the white out because white's bad, and you save the black for the end because it tastes the best. Well, that's not going to make the final right. cut. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, wh- one of the scenes in this movie that, that made me just go, wow, was the bingo 
cards. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So messed me up. It, 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 I don't say that there's too many things in this film other than maybe the, the, the hypnosis scenes that are like crazy, like cool. But the way they start in on the shot of him up close doesn't give you too much detail. And he's just signaling numbers. Just and then, holding up a finger. And then slowly we pull back and we start to see the bingo cards and their numbers. And like it's a, a code of a bidding uh, that's taking place on these cards. And it's just really unique. Um, that was the amount of money that they were bidding by mm-hmm. different different versions. And then the reactions. I thought it was just a super cool scene to basically flash back to slavery, you know, oh, yeah. in the days of... You but know, also, at the same time, good good for Jordan Peele not to be able to do a scene in silence oh, and make yeah. it that tense. It's chilling. And it yeah, chilling. Yeah, it, it goes right to your bone, and you just go, oh, my God. Yeah, They are oh, literally auctioning off Chris. a body. Yeah, yeah this, right. this shit is really And happening. up until then, you're still not sure what's going to happen in this movie. Like, for my part, I thought... I was completely convinced. All right, they're they're brainwashing black people to make them their servants. That's right. what this is going to be yep. about. Oh, is really? brainwashing people to make them okay. their servants? And it wasn't. And so the auction, I'm sex like, slaves. they're going to make them. Yeah, sex slaves. Not quite a sex slave. Sex slave. Some <laughs> sort of modern day servitude. And I thought it was brilliant of Jordan to go even further with the third act reveal that no, we are actually going to put ourselves in your right. bodies because we like your bodies and we are commodifying black bodies, which is what happens in. Entertainment all the time, right? You know, white people making money off black people's bodies, whether it's athletes or musicians and that sort of thing. That added this extra layer to it that I totally wasn't expecting. And at first, was like, okay, weird brain switching. I'm like, no, that's brilliant. Like that, that says so much. Mm -hmm. And to bounce off that, when I was saying earlier in the movie, when we're hearing that uh, Sikaliza Kwawahenga song Mm -hmm. and the trees, where you go, ooh, this is maybe voodoo, maybe it's mysticism. No, it's science. Mm, It's white man science. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. uh, what a great twist where, I mean, that little video that, uh, it's funny, the actor used to be on Seinfeld. Richard Hurd. Yes, he he used to be on (laughs) Seinfeld. He he worked at uh, the Yankee Stadium with George. Uh, When he's explaining it all and you're like, this is all science. It's It's like a Dharma Initiative video. Yeah, it gets even more... Oh, nice loss, Tossin. Well, Jordan Peele uh, said it, yeah. He's all about loss, <laughs> yeah. Uh, even the last episode. <laughs> fuck that so last episode. When, when you, yeah, fuck the last 20 minutes of Lost. <laughs> fuck you, Lost. Damon Lindelof, if you're listening, we're drinking wine. Right. Anyway, uh, I thought that was amazing to turn it into something scientific, though. Yeah. And you just go like, holy shit. There's a lot of curves that are thrown in this movie. Yeah. And... Uh, the first time experience is probably the most fun. So fun. Uh, yeah, it's still most, fun. Yeah, for wa- most movies, yeah. It, but uh, the the rewatches are rewarding, like we talked about. Oh, well, yeah. it, there's uh, and I brought subtlety. it up before. Hereditary, I actually appreciated more. You'll watch it at some point. Yeah, at some uh, point. Yeah. Hereditary, the second time watching it, I went, "Holy shit, this is good. This is really just a good movie." Uh, and it wasn't the emotional response I had the first time where I was like, I'm traumatized. <laughs> it was, uh, I was genuinely like, this is fucking really well done. Yeah. And, uh, and he did Midsommar. Midsommar. We haven't said Midsommar this episode. <laughs> Which I just watched the three hour director's cut of. <laughs> I haven't got amazing. to it. I've, I've, I bought it, but I haven't watched it's it It's a yet, lot so. of extra stuff 
in the beginning. The ending is still the same, so it's not going to be. Oh, and let's talk about the ending, the original ending of yes. this. Yeah, yeah. Should... Where that cop car that pulls up at the end, she goes, it's help, a help cop me. Car. It's a cop, and motherfucker goes to jail. Well, and he kills her. He strangles her, and she dies. Which is well, weird, because this, all right, so today, I woke up at mm-hmm. the end, and uh, <laughs> it's my sleepy nap time movie. Come on, give me a break. Uh, at the end, and he's trying to strangle her, and he just can't do it. Well, then but she does that creepy smile. And yes. like, do it. It's like forcing her throat more into his But hand. he's just killed she's Caleb Landry with a bocce ball. He's, um... But he's he didn't actually, actually kill him. He curb stomped him. Yeah. Oh, right, he had right. To, yeah, he had to... He mostly killed Yeah. He's mostly, mostly dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> then he uh, takes the antlers and kills Bradley, Bradley Whitford. One of the yeah. best scenes uh, I've Keener. ever seen with yep. a deer killing right yeah. there. I mean, that is... Uh, that is that the best great. trophy... Uh, that's a trophy... Uh, deer horn that's killing one of the, I've, I've maybe had That's one seen. of the most interesting deaths since Sleepwalkers. I saw a guy get stabbed with a corn cob. Mm. Uh, well, that Stephen King movie of the yeah. cat people? Right, yeah. Wow. Exactly. When was with the last Brian time you Krause? thought about that? I've worked yeah. with Brian Krause. Yeah. Sweet God, like him. He's a good guy. He didn't uh, deserve that corn no, cob. He deserved better than that. He deserved better than be <laughs> it wasn't attacked him. by cats. Uh, <laughs> But the deer scene in this, the oh. last time I saw a really effective deer scene was, could it be Ring 2? I never saw Ring Electric two. Boogaloo. Ring 2, Electric Boogaloo, the right. day he came back. <laughs> Again. Uh, I think it, it, it was probably Ring 2 had a deer scene where the deer came through the, through windshield, the windshield and mm-hmm. was That's like, right. yeah. That's my automatron voice. And, uh nice. And it fucked me up watching that. that, The funny thing is that's the only thing I remember from Ring 2. (laughs) Besides, it was an unnecessary movie. Uh, Well, so Ring 1 was so good. I love the first Ring. I want Samara to crawl out of my well. Mm -hmm. Really? I don't have a well. I live in an apartment. Is that a metaphor? But it is a metaphor. Yeah. (laughs) By well, I mean... Ew. Amos. No. All right. Well... Good to see another brother around here. <sighs> yes, of course it is. <laughs> Something wrong? There you are. <laughs> Do something with this. <sighs> yes, yes. Oh, hello. I'm Philomena, and uh, and you are Chris, Rose's boyfriend. Fantastic. You two make. A lovely cup. Thanks. Oh, where are my manners? Logan. Logan King. Chris was just telling me how he felt much more comfortable with my being here. That's nice. Um, Logan, I, I hate to tear you away, dear, but the Wincots were asking about you. <sighs> well, it was nice to meet you, Chris. Bye. <laughs> Is this your favorite Jordan Peele movie? <laughs> well, we have uh, 50-50 odds on it. It is. Right. It is. Uh, this took me by surprise. That was a hard one. It was really, I, I was totally invested in it when I watched it, totally. and I loved it. Us was a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day we'll cover that movie, but... Or maybe the buildup was this movie hit people so by surprise that I think yeah, our point. expectations yeah. for us were so high. That sounds funny, but it's called us. Uh, the expect- 
Me? Are you talking about me? What wine are we drinking again? Um, so, yeah, I prefer this over us. <laughs> Francis Coppola. Francis Savion Coppola. Blanc. Savion Blanc. He likes to be called Frank. Not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> but it's better than well. Yes, it. he is. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, I mean, is anyone else who's seen both of them I've seen in both disagreement? And, and I, I think this is by far the best. Uh, us, us is an was, okay. Uh, it, was, it was a fun, fun movie. It was fun. It was, you know, it was. Uh, an interesting concept. I thought I this was better was, crafted. It was not crafted as well, and I think Didn't it showed his his inabilities as a director in the, in us. Whereas I think in um, his inabilities, I don't think I think he missed as a director Explain. in us How so? by not really hitting on all the points that you need to hit on in a film. And I think that's part as a, as a director is to give you all the information so that you can as you're. As you're watching the film, you understand, but you also have closure and you actually have all the pieces that come together to make it right. right. Whereas in Get Out, it was immaculate. The script is amazing. It's the, the way it this intertwines. This is the 200th revision of it, I think he said. No, I don't know if it's really? true. Holy he said he, re- he kept, he, he's got like 200 versions of it. If you are to believe IMDb trivia. And <laughs> even if it was just 20, that's still a lot. So but whatever he, he landed on, is like, did you guys have any questions at the end of Get no. Out? Nope. No. Didn't have a single one at the end of Get Out. No, Us, and, I had a bunch of questions. And it, and it's a film. Mm. That the the more you watch it, the the better it gets. So I think it's right. you know it keeps getting it's better crafted. Crafted, yeah. So it's very well laid out. Uh, whereas Us has uh, just a lot of things that don't make sense. There's things I liked about it. I loved the the scare factor in it because it was Get Out more, was not a horror, uh, classic yes. horror, right? Yes. Centric because yeah. there's right. still there is a debate about is Get Out a horror movie, totally, or yes. is it a thriller movie? It's uh, a horror movie. I, think, I could I see think it it's both a psychological ways. horror, and and yeah. and that yeah. is uh, um, to me those are that. more scary than to me than uh, Ghost Story or whatever it might be. Uh, Ghost Story, the original. Well, no, not, not the movie <laughs> oh. itself. Not, not but that but I, I was about to fight. I would fight you on this, Kent. <laughs> in, in, in general, um, I think those are the kind of things that are, to me, are much more scary when you're dealing with people yeah. and their how they can manipulate things and how they can entwine well, things. And, that, and that, that's what this does. You here. know what they both are? Both of his movies, they are body snatcher films, mm-hmm. right. just mm-hmm. in different ways. This right. one mm-hmm. is a psychological body snatcher movie you don't realize till the very end, whereas Us is like... Pretty much straightforward. Right, your doppelgangers trying to take your place. Body snatcher kind right. of film. So it's like Invasion one is the more. The body this one's the more psychological yeah. Yeah. one. The other one's the more yeah. physical mm-hmm. aspect of body. Thanks for ruining it for yourself. me, Opie. Yeah, well, that's in the trailer. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen us yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's, well. it's obviously a doppelganger movie, yeah. right? No, like, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. How far <laughs> far behind are you on your movie? You're as bad as Opie's. I like. just watched it last night for the first well, time. Laura's like, I have the whole Criterion collection. I just haven't watched. It's not on VHS. That's that's me just. Described right, it, it, OP, yes, it is. Okay, but but I hear Citizen Kane's good. Laura's waiting for it to come out on uh, I'm waiting know, for it on, on a VHS laser yes. disc. Yep. She's gonna yeah. be waiting a long time. I've seen Citizen Kane, it's on VHS. You yeah. know what? I haven't seen what? Citizen Kane, oh. I have it at Get home, out. but I know who Rosebud, Rosebud. is. Simpson spoiled up for me. <laughs> Although originally I had seen a, an episode of uh, Charlie Brown and I th- misunderstood what uh, Lucy said, and I thought Rosebud was a slut. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, so it wasn't completely ruined. That would be but a good now, name when for somebody, a somebody corrected movie. it. Uh, That's a really good name. It's a for totally one. different movie. Citizen Connor. <laughs> Mondo Kane. Do you remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Bam. You can rent that at VizArt. Fucking. So Jason Blum is involved with this movie. Yep. Um, recently, I was talking about because I was watching uh, the Hulu. Mm-hmm. I was watching the Hulu. Uh, the one about holidays. in my underpants. How old are you? <laughs> and I was watching. And that's uh, another movie coming later. The Hulu in my underpants. My underpants. The Hulu in my underpants. It's, it's pretty. It's a layered movie. <laughs> so I was watching Into the Dark, like which extra is uh, underwear. That's a series the, about yeah, holidays. The right? series on Hulu. It's yeah. uh, well. It's one every, of my, every episode so a holiday. So I of. guess. There's some months that don't have really strong holidays. Arbor Day. But, uh, yeah, I know. That's a tough one. It's the Arbor Day slayings. Tree uh, fuckers. Uh, but Into the Dark is Blumhouse. Everything is Blumhouse now. Mm-hmm. He is like uh, mini Disney. Well, he, well took, he took this, uh, uh, you know, the way the industry was working was you're either a mega budget blockbuster, you know, franchise film, or you're, or you're a micro Blum. budget, <laughs> small low budget horror film, and, well, and, and that's what he's winning. been building he's been doing on. In spades, well, yeah. God. Let's talk about that. This movie Get Out was made for four and a half million dollars. Damn, it grossed two hundred and fifty five million worldwide. That's <laughs> insane. It has a net profit of one hundred and twenty four million, making it the tenth most profitable film of two thousand seventeen. That was the year. The year that okay. this came out was so the year of. You can make whatever you want after you make that kind of right, it, and he did, and that's what he's done. You know, <laughs> and he keeps making them and making them and making them, and he's smart. You know, the business model in the in the film world is you know make ten films and one of them hits. You know, and that's what you need. Um, so he's got eight more to go. So we're we're yeah right <laughs> yeah. No, Jason Blum's name is on everything now. Mm-hmm. Every horror movie I see, it seems to be a. Did Blumhouse, you see he's uh, doing a Fantasy Island remake? Of I saw the trailer of the Fantasy yeah. Island, and I, I saw went, Blum's name attached and said, what? "Wait, this must be horror." And right. yes, they it are is. going straight oh. horror. Oh, with it Fantasy is. Island. I think I think that's great to do that. That's a really cool way to do I, it. I do and too. yet, because I'm now that's it. an original story. You guys need it's to not, watch the trailer because I. I have some trepidations I, I, about I've, the trailer. I've, I've well, first of all, I've always thought Fantasy this? Island yeah. was. Uh, Gemini trepidations was a horror. Okay. Fool, well, yeah, <laughs> because you know, there's the little guy going the plane, the plane. He is That's not scary. apparently. He's not apparently in this remake. Oh, okay. But Mr. Rourke. Well, just the idea of Fantasy Island, yeah. like what he's saying, is like you're. you're you come to this island and anything you want to happen will happen. Like and that's, that can't be. It's good. always happy in the TV show. No, I, assume. I, mean, I don't know. Can't be no, good. no, on the TV show you would always kind of learn a lesson. Yep. Right. That's but the in thing. the movie, yeah, it's gonna get killed. This yeah. lesson is gonna be <laughs> gonna, deadly. But you're gonna yeah. learn a lesson first. Before you're dead? Yep. What yeah. could right, lesson be- right before dead? you die. It's called a morality play. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> well. Yeah, we'll hold on. We'll we'll eventually be uh, reviewing. But so Blum is like, yeah, that's. I don't think Blum uh, has ever done a non-horror film uh, under Blumhouse. Maybe he has. Not that I know, but he might do it under another uh, label or something. But that's 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 what stuff is everywhere right now. He's going to be. He is a media. It's kind of like A twenty four, and they're you know Mm -hmm. they're what they're doing exactly. Yeah, Lighthouse. Mm -hmm. You see, uh, people like Ken to me. I think when we see A twenty four, we. Breathe a sigh of relief. You sit up in like, your seat and like, oh, this will. Well, well, you see I've that at the on... beginning of Lighthouse, and you just go like, all right, I know what to expect. Yeah, working on one of yeah. their productions, I really enjoyed. Which it. was oh, a tusk, of course. Uh, you know, well, there's, which some, was, was there's, some, there's some losers along the way. Yeah, obviously, yeah. but 
Yeah, it's made I'm money. I'm so mad at It's Tusk. made some money. Um, so is crack yeah. cocaine. That doesn't make it watchable. <laughs> that's right? True. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. And, 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 I, and I think that's, but working on that production, you saw the why they are so well at, at, at what we they do. We need to hit them up. Um, they're amazing uh, at, at having a vision, giving a, a director that has a vision and letting them do what they want to do. And, and they're, you know, they're smart about it. They, you know, the films that they've come out with, X Machina, you know, it's phenomenal. Never heard it pronounced uh, that way, but yes. Um, yeah. You know, all of those. Yeah, everyone's got. How do you say? Machina. Machina. See, I, yeah. There you and go. you know what's oh, funny? I've been saying Machina this whole time. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Machina. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those kind of films are, you know, we got to put that on the list that's because a good one. I did not love that. I love that movie. As, uh, I loved it because I feel that I've seen that plot line before. Well, the plot line's probably been there, probably in quite anime. a few things, but I think. I think they did a great job at how they. I thought it was really it. well done, and mm-hmm. it put uh, Oscar Isaac probably mm-hmm. on my uh, radar. Radar mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, his first movie I saw, Dom Hall Gleason in. Then mm-hmm. they went on to be in Star Wars. I thought yeah. Dom Hall uh, Gleason was in some of the uh, Harry Potter movies. Harry Potter. Yeah, he was, but he did have like three lines. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Mr. Gower. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got you on display now, huh? It's like they haven't met a black person that doesn't work for them. Yep, you're in it. Oh, so shit. I didn't want to tell you. What? I got hypnotized last night. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Yo, 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 yeah, yeah, to quit smoking. But it's Rose's mom's a psychiatrist, so. Bruh, I don't care if the bitches are Yana Von Zant, okay? She can't fix my motherfucking life. You ain't getting in my head. I know she called me off guard, right? But it's cool because... I'm cured. It worked. Bro, how are you not scared of this, man? Look, they could have made you do all types of stupid shit. They have you fucking barking like a dog. Flying around like you're a fucking pigeon. Looking ridiculous, okay? Or, I don't know if you know this, white people love making people sex slaves and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not a kinky sex family, dog. Look, Jeffrey Dahmer was eating the shit out of niggas' heads, okay? But that was after he fucked the heads. Do you think they saw that shit coming? Hell no. Okay? Some of just suck a little dick, maybe jiggle some balls and shit. No, they didn't get a chance to jiggle shit because their head was off their fucking body. Yeah, they still sucked the dick, but without their heads. It was fucking weird, detached head shit. You know, that's Jeffrey Dahmer business. So let's talk about this end uh, and, and what happens here. How do you, do you how did you like the ending? First of all, I know there's a, there is some alternative endings. Um, and well, there's one. One, right. just just the one. Of. Uh, I'd like the ending this way. I like I uh, Rod being the little deus ex machina at the end. Yep. Because he's been working so hard at it the whole movie. Dude. And, uh, he gets rewarded and the audience gets rewarded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm more, I care more about the audience being rewarded because that's what I am. Right. The audience. <laughs> um, the other alternate ending where he's in jail, it just hurts it to hurts, watch yeah. that. Uh, yeah, probably more realistic, but pr- yeah, yeah right. pr- it, that's probably why it hurts more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he said something like, uh, um, he didn't want to like they shot it that way, and then we're like, you know what? There's too much of this in like real life. Like it's let, let's let them have a happy ending. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's kind of after thing. about ten uh, viewings, and uh, you know, fans are like, and I do, I think that did happens. Some test that happens. That that happens a lot. Test yeah. audience. Uh, start with one thing, and then and then you've got to settle with what the audience is going to give you the higher rating on. So, uh, and and I think this worked. I yeah, loved it. A, uh, I loved it because it was sort of comical almost. The ending, 
was so intense there and the you know the, the you know taking the, the suicide there factor into it and then all of a sudden you, you know the cops show up and, and and instantly I went into this oh shit my like this, yeah. it just, everybody it just, went into that it, I, just I went, think everybody like, oh went my oh my god Peter yeah. gasped it was like yeah. he's gonna get shot yeah. Yeah. all yeah. this yeah. 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 and then they do that shot where you see that it's TSA on the side of the car yeah. Yeah. TWA TWA fuck where it's a defunct airline no no it's TSA and you go Way oh, and it's Rod TWA to the rescue. I think yes. that's a nice way to. I, I think. <laughs> well, you know, it's. I a, think it's a, a great way to 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 award yeah. the audience for what they've been through in this movie because it is. It's very tense. It's very emotionally charged. You need a you release. Very, yeah. right. You need a release yeah. after all. And you that. go oh, and then that little uh, goofy conversation that Rod and uh, Chris have in the car. You're I just told like, you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I told like, you that's so. That's awesome. That's awesome. We get shit done. Get yeah. Shit. And then you get to watch. Uh, <laughs> Bitch, so good. bitch lady dying all alone on the road. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's like fuck you. That's what you deserve. Fuck yeah. yeah, and yeah. sometimes yeah. that's good. nice to. It's good. nice to have. One day we'll do the Joker, which is a complete. I haven't seen ending. it yet. I haven't uh, seen that yet. <laughs> oh man, I, I can't, can't wait. wait to talk about the I, Joker. I cannot wait. Uh, and that, <laughs> I, that's one I would love to go see in the theater again. And like, I, I just, don't want to see it in the theater. Again. I, I want to see it on on my TV screen and go like, mm, and I'm gonna judge it. Judge McJudgerson. I am. I'm going to judge Dread all over it. <laughs> uh, what do you but, think happens to them at the end of the movie, though? Of Get Out? I mean, I mean what do I you think, think happens away. after yeah, that? Like, what, what yeah, what, what like, happens? The, the creepy music from the beginning credit starts playing again. There's no happy music. Yeah, because there, there are like, dead people. What is the ramifications? There are dead white people at yeah. their house. And this guy was in love with this girl. Right. And it turns out it was all a plot to... Steal like that's such a mind fuck. Like, yeah. Where do you go from there? But all right, here's something I wanted to talk about earlier. Is I know we're we're to believe he's in love with her, but he's really subtle. He's very his uh, Daniel's acting in this movie. Chris is acting. The character Chris is acting is very subtle in it. So I didn't feel that he was like crazy Gaga over her. I don't uh, think he had to sell it that way though. I think, yeah, but I don't think I know. think at the end he's like that was some fucked up shit and he's yeah. going to go back to his dog. Mm. And was the and dog in the with, car did Rob bring the dog? One of the things that I thought about was that why the dog was not in the car. <laughs> it should have been. I yeah, think he should have had the dog. It should have been because in the car. Because I think yeah. Rod was Forethinking enough where he went, I don't want to endanger his dog. Good point. In yeah. addition to Chris's. <laughs> totally. Chris's, uh, Rod you went with all serious? his you about that dog. <laughs> I did. I did think because I was like, you, 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 you brought him to all these situations and now then you at don't the bring end, him at there. the end. Yeah. That's I the mean, joke at the end. He's like, sorry, I did feed your dog people food and his right. IBS got really bad. Right. And, um, <laughs> now he's yeah. super farty yeah. and diarrhea all over yeah. your apartment. So yeah. good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Yeah. I left him at your place. He's having a shit a fest. <laughs> yeah. I'm really thankful that they ended it the way they did. Minus Son's dog. I'm okay Sans with that. seed. Yeah. And it was a, good. It's and, good. It's, uh, and it's funny that because any of us who are in the industry go like, you know that people were like, so are you going to do a sequel, Jordan, to this? Because people lived. Right. And we can make more money because we're capitalist slobs. No. You can make more uh, money off of your black self. And Yeah, and I think he just went... This is the story. Well, and I think that's the way to get it should the be. I, I honestly I think, think that should be the way. I wish there were more people that... Uh, 
to to drag this up and try to make more out of this. I think it would be. I think he told the story that he wanted to tell, yeah. and it's done. Anything beyond this will be either overkill, or they're going to have to change shit, and it's going to be. Well, you know, he he has created such a backstory for this family and this process, and he says he's written not necessarily scripts or stories, but he's like. Prequel. Uh, they're they're all related to the Knights Templar and goes back through history. Like this is their holy grail of trying to live forever. And no, that could be a good story. All right, and so I, he's like, it's that. a cult kind of group right. thing that he calls the Red Alchemist. And he's like, I'm like there could be more stories to go from there. Yeah. All right, that way I could go. I, I like but, it. but I couldn't do a sequel. Well, yeah. and I think you I could go into that I avenue prequel. in any way. Prequels? Because right. there's so much of that. You don't I would like to, to see a prequel. Yeah. <laughs> a, prequel a prequel to this movie would be excellent. <laughs> uh, I could maybe live with It depends. Like he can do a prequels, shared universe kind of thing of this is the link. I was just link. talking about that mm-hmm. today. Uh, like him or not, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong with his, uh, you know, Unbreakable. I didn't like yeah. Unbreakable. I'm not familiar with but that But I guy. loved... <laughs> get to know him. Yeah. Um, but I did not love Unbreakable, but I did wow. like Split, and I... Uh, I loved... Glass was okay. It was Lady fun. Lady in the Water. Split was, no. was good, and Glass no. was good. I loved right, I'm it. I liked Lady... Laura Truman, you're nope. wrong. Nope. You're I like wrong. Lady in the Water, nope. too, so... Mm-hmm. I, I don't nope. ever want to see... Yeah. What's his name That's in that? That's the one I haven't seen. That's going on my list. What's his name in that movie? Shyamalan? Uh, no, the actor. Shyamalan? Paul Giamatti? Paul Giamatti should yeah. never have his shirt off in another movie. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that I well, agree okay. with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, like, I, nobody has a problem with that. I did but, turn that movie off. But, like, after the, his shirt. Were, were you, were you up for the part it. as well? Yes. Paul Giamatti uh, got you. <laughs> you. Yeah. Is that the real reason? And then they he had to not, take his shirt off. Hairy enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> that one went down. We said we only can only have one beast in this picture. <laughs> womp, not two. Womp. I did not. I did not get through Lady in the Water. I didn't get through the happening, and I tried twice in a row. Okay, the happening is a different, What's different story. Okay, not your acting. It's not Mark. good. It's not good. Not your acting. It's not good. But <laughs> the Lady in the Water. So good. But I could get behind shared universes, no problem. Yeah. If you wanted to share the yeah. uh, get out universe with I don't know that I would stick the us. I think I, I, us, without without spoiling it for Laura, there there is some theories that can tie this to us. Well let me let me let me bring out okay. the spoiler real quick. Uh oh. Eh, whatever. Our next film <laughs> is Tucker and Dell versus Evil. They all die in the end. Spoiler alert. We are excited about that. I love it. I freaking love that movie. I saw it streaming and then uh, Back Alley Films showed it on the oh, big yeah. screen, yeah. and I went and saw it on the big screen because yeah. I loved it so much on the little screen. So if you if you fans <laughs> so out there fun. have not seen it, you definitely need to check this one out before our next. Podcast. Oh my god, it's yes. so good! You will love it. You'll be uh, happy you did, and it's it's very uh, comical in so many ways. It is a doozy. It's oh, funny. So. It's gory. It's, it's heartwarming. I ever wanted, and in it's a movie. so like when the first time I watched it, I was like. No way that's going to happen. Oh, my God. That <laughs> happened. Like, that's unbelievable. Uh, you know what's it, messed it, up? Are we ever going to do a movie that we hate? Uh, <laughs> Are we ever going to be like, hey, let's do Cloverfield. Sorry, Opie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you hate the burbs if we're going to do that. I, I saw that done. once in the 80s on the VHS. <gasps> you need to watch it again. I was doing bong hits out of a shoe. Dude. Oh, yeah. You need out to see it shoe? again. Buddy. Okay. Well, then it's about time. I don't know. It looked like a shoe. 
<laughs> but we need to find out. We need to do one podcast that's like a movie that we all hate. It's like you all have to collectively agree. Okay. Like it can't be Prometheus because you hate it. Well, I think the next. No, I think like after. I think after uh, this one, we're uh, we bring it up for the audience to actually kick in their vote. They should have. We should have a and contest so to find contest. a movie we all hate. Right. To okay. cover see what, and see what it comes up. And it can't be the that's, room because I the disaster the artist kind of made that. Really, Justice League? Who? And the room goes quiet. (laughs) The literal room, not the (laughs) You know, there you go. That's not good. It'd be easy to find a DC movie we all hate, but we'll save that for a future vote for the fans. (laughs) Should we have to include, like, on our list, like, one movie that we really, really hate with a passion? Well, because it's weird because... I I'll put the yes, apostle on there. But even though like Opie likes Cloverfield, I'm glad that Cloverfield has people that like it because then it was a movie that was made. It, it succeeded on some level. People like it. And there's movie, Prometheus is the same way. I don't like it, but I'm glad that people do like it. There's a lot of movies that I really don't ever want to watch again, the burbs. And uh, I'm <laughs> glad bad. that they have fan clubs who own like uh, underwear signed by the whole cast. The Me. Burbs, Laura. Me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Rick Rick Dukeman. Corey I love Feldman. him. Oh, Rick Corey Dukeman. Feldman. Oh, the bane of my existence. <laughs> Brother Theodore. Or Theodore. Yeah. Oh, oh Theodore. yeah. Gollum. He's Gollum. the, the elder no, Klopek. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I love discuss. Like, I'm never good on uh, online arguing with people about movies because I do like the fact that people like movies I don't like because that means that they were made for a reason. That's right. right. Like, if there was a movie that everyone just absolutely hated, and I don't know if there is. Oh, one. let's find it. It's, uh, chances are, it might have been be. in it. <laughs> oh, I think there's, there's and it might have involved yeah. zombies and cowboys. But uh, <laughs> well, anyway, we want to thank the listeners for struggling through this with us, and as we, and our non-sponsors. And, uh, and, uh, uh, well, and we have our non-sponsors, but we also have Bricks that sponsored us too. Oh, so Bricks we're actually also, is a sponsor. Fr- so Frankie Coppola. Uh, make sure you get a Frankie Coppola wine. Not a, not a sponsor. Pringles. Not a sponsor. Powerade. Not a sponsor. Kent's yeah. actually changed beers now. Yeah. He's drinking that Yingling stuff. Right. Not a sponsor. Dingling. That's what I call I'm it. And He's as always, Younglings. I'd always like to thank Willet. Thank you, Willet. <laughs> for a bad for whiskey your experience. So, <laughs> well, we just want to thank everyone for listening once again. Yes. Uh, so what should and, they do? And make should... sure you rate, review, and, and subscribe, subscribe. Right. on whatever podcast format that you're listening to this on. Uh, All of them. And tell uh, your friends, this has been a jizz-free podcast. Yes. Yep. Until now. Yes. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Always God. one person ruining the, the whole process. It's so, the same person, isn't it? Yeah, it's always <laughs> the same, same person. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so anyway, once again, we want to thank you guys for listening. And thank make sure you. to check out some of our our recent and uh, past uh, podcast uh, with some unbelievable films. You can't think of a damn one of them, can you, right now? Oh, sure, I can. <laughs> what, one was Whiplash. Whippy. Whiplash, the Whiplash. best movie ever, right, Squeaker? Yeah, and we go back to Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> uh, we can go ever. all of those. Don't forget about Sing Street. And Sing, Sing Street, Street. yeah, our last episode, Sing Street. Yeah, yeah. So sure. Irish 80s Fun action. movies. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Check out get if you haven't seen Get Out. What the fuck? Oh, are all there you yeah, yeah. Like you should totally watch it right now. It's so great. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. And we'd like to thank Opie. 
Yeah. Oh, thanks. For, yeah, uh, thanks for being thanks, here. Thanks for being here. For not here. mentioning yeah. Cloverfield. Yes. Thank you. I, you're the only one who said it five times. <laughs> or Pacific <today>. Rim. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that movie. All right. See, I love it. All right. See you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Adult Beverage Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by our sponsors, Bricks Wood Fired Pizza, where they bring people together. Be sure to visit adultbeverage.org on the web to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our new fantastic bonus content. You have just listened to the Adult Beverage Podcast with your host, Patrick, Laura, and Kent. Love this episode of Adult Beverage Podcast? Head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you might listen to your podcast to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. That's this week's episode of the Adult Beverage Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.